Hey, you beautiful angel. Welcome to the Female CEO Show. I'm your host, Megan Turley, and I'm here to give you all the details about being an entrepreneur, running your own business, discovering your passion and turning it into a profitable business, leaving the nine to five corporate life and creating a life that you truly love and enjoy. I successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business, and now I'm here to help you do the same. I hope by tuning in, it inspires you to take the steps to create the life you really want to live. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm so freaking excited that you're here. Enjoy the show. Hi, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the Female CEO Show. This week, we are talking about money. I really wanted to do this episode for you guys because... One of the number one things I hear is that my business is struggling. I'm not making the money that I want to make. And many times as entrepreneurs, that's because we don't really have a clear vision of how exactly our business is doing. If we're actually making money, if we're losing money, if we're maybe breaking even, and where all of our money is actually going. Because guys, I can't tell you how many times that I've met women that are like, oh, my business is doing great. But then they're also the same people that are like, oh no, I can't afford that. Like I don't, I don't have any money. And it's like, okay, well, if your business is doing great, why don't you have any money? Where is that money going? This is very, very common in the beauty industry because obviously we have a lot of overhead, right? Especially if you have your own place, you're going to have way more overhead. Some services cost way, way more to provide than others, more overhead. That's why it's very, very important for you to have an extremely clear view of your financials so you can actually work to build a more profitable, more sustainable business, which is in turn going to give you a more sustainable lifestyle, right? So this is going to be like a pen and paper episode, okay? So if you're listening in the car, um pull over. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Like you're probably going to want to take notes on this later. All right. So first things first, what I want you to do is do a full business and personal audit. And what I mean by that is, um, assuming that you have a business listening to this episode, I want you to go through every aspect of your business financials. I want you to calculate exactly what your monthly expenses are, okay? This is going to be your monthly overhead. Now, obviously, as service providers, it can be a little tricky because things fluctuate on month-to-month basis, right? Like sometimes we have amazing months and then sometimes the next month is like a lot slower. I get it. You just want a pretty clear view of like the expenses that you know always stay the same. So if you pay rent somewhere, you're going to want rent. If you have like a Wi-Fi bill, if you've got a phone bill, if you have a subscription services, maybe you pay for Spotify or, you know, maybe you have an email marketing system, maybe you pay a um, someone to do your payroll or your bookkeeping, the expenses every single month that are the same. If you pay for a business credit card, if you're paying off some loans, whatever that might be, go through and figure out those expenses first. Okay. Write them down, put them on a spreadsheet, put them on your phone, whatever method works for you, but it needs to be somewhere where you can visually see it. Okay. So first get your monthly expenses out of the way, the things that are always going to be the same. Now, What you want to do after that is if you haven't done this already, you really, really need to know how much it costs you to actually provide your services. So if you are a permanent makeup artist, you need to know how much it costs you to do a powder brow 
or to do microblading, like to do a full brow, you need to know exactly what that costs you because that's going to give you a view of you might need to raise your prices because if you're barely breaking even, that's not the reason that you're in business, okay? You're in business to make money at the end of the day to pay your bills. And if your pricing is not actually giving you the ability to pay your bills, then things got to change, right? So you need to go through everything. And again, I know that this fluctuates depending on your services. Like it costs me a different amount of money to do microneedling versus just a standard facial. It, it is very different, but you want a ballpark idea, okay? It does not have to be down to the penny, but you do want a ballpark idea of, okay, it costs me $100 to do a powder brow or it costs me $35 to do a standard facial. And the way that you do this, especially if you are a facialist or um, someone that's going through like a lot of disposables or a lot of the similar product, if you want to get down to the nitty gritty of it, you can actually weigh out how much product you use. Um, hairstylists are very good at this. Typically, they use kitchen scales to kind of measure everything out. You can do that if you really are a numbers person and you're like, I want to know. But if you're not, what you can do is like take a back bar bottle of cleanser, right? You're basically going to see how many ounces is in there. And then what I want you to do is basically just pump out however much that you would use for a standard facial, right? So for me, it's two pumps of cleanser. I would pump out two pumps, put it in a um, kitchen scale just to see how much that is. And then you're going to see how many uses you can actually get out of that bottle of cleanser. So a back bar for me is usually... Oof, this kind of varies a little bit because I use different cleansers for different people, right? Most of us do. I can probably get anywhere from 150 to 175 clients out of one bottle of cleanser. So that for me breaks down to like a dollar and some cents in back bar cleanser, right? Um, and I have a whole guide on this. If you want it, it's called um, Make That Money. It's a free workbook guide that's going to kind of walk you through step by step how to actually figure out your per service fees, right? Like how much um, it, it takes you to provide a service. And if you've got a bunch of disposables, you're going to want to work that in, you know, cotton squares, Q-tips, dermaplane blades, things like that. But again, you just want kind of a general idea of what that service costs you, okay? So then you're gonna go through and figure that out. Now, you're gonna take your average number of clients every month. And I know, I know, I know things fluctuate. I know some months are great, I know some months are crap. But what I want you to do is go back through this last year and figure out on average how many clients you had a month. Now. I hope you know how to average, but if you don't, I'm going to walk you through it. You're going to take your total number of clients for the year. And if you want to do this at the end of the year, so you have a little better accurate reading, that's totally fine. Or if you want to just do it up through November of last year, I'm sorry, by the time this episode airs, December of last year, totally fine. Now you're going to take that full number of clients, divide it by 12. That's going to give you a pretty accurate reading of a, a monthly average for you, right? So you want to know, you know, how much money am I spending per month to provide these services to my clients? And it's also going to tell you how much money you're making or how much money you're losing every month doing these services, okay? That's why I said you have to know these numbers before we can do anything else with your financials. 
So figure out your monthly overhead expenses that stay the same. Figure out your costs to provide your services. Figure out your average number of clients per month. And then figure out, based on that average number, how much money you're making versus how much money you're spending. Okay. And that's going to give you, like, if you're spending $500 a month and you're only making $2,000 a month, that tells you that you're only actually bringing in $1,500 a month. And that's not after taxes. That's not paying yourself, you know? So this is why it's important because you, you got a lot to pay for, right? Most of us have a lot of bills to cover. And you want to make sure that your business is healthy financially, okay? When, listen, I know that the economy sucks and everything, but right now I'm trying to get you to be more focused on your numbers because it is very, very important. Now, once you have done all that, I want you to do the same thing for your personal expenses. Go through all of your personal, um, just the exact same thing that we did with the business, right? Like your rent, your groceries, your gas, if you have a car payment, if you have credit card, if you have student loans, if your kids have like daycare every month or what whatever it is that is a consistent monthly expense for you, go down through that list, write that out first, okay? And then you can go back in and add in the things that kind of fluctuate a little bit. Like if you know that you're a person that you love Starbucks and you want to do like three Starbucks visits a week. Add that in, line item that within your personal audit, okay? And don't forget things like streaming services, um, subscriptions. There's so many things that could go into this category, right? Like you just want to basically just open your online banking account and go through the charges for the last month and see what all have you spent your money on? Now, I know it's probably not going to be super accurate right now because it's the holidays. We tend to spend a lot more money on things that we usually wouldn't spend it on. So what you could do, you could even go back to like the summer or September, October before you started maybe doing holiday purchases. You could always do that. That's probably going to give you a little bit more of an accurate read on your personal audit, okay? So this is going to give you a very clear picture of your business and your personal, okay? You have to, have to, have to do this first. Now, I want you to see, after you've done this, what is your average income for a month from your business? And also add in any side gigs that you may have, if you have a part-time job, if you do some gig work, whatever else it is, add that in too. And remember, just use the average. It does not have to be um, a very specific down to the penny number, okay? Just want an idea. I'm not trying to stress you out with like getting down to the the sense of it, but you you do want to know. Like for me, an an average income month in my business is roughly eighty five hundred dollars. That's just from my facial business, and that accounts for bad months and good months. That is the average. Okay, so that's what I know my business brings in in a month. Now that's not after. Um, my overhead, that's not after taxes, that's not after paying myself, okay? So that number fluctuates. Again, this is this is what I'm trying to get you guys to be more aware of, okay? And then 
after that, after you've got your average income. And if you want to, if you are married or you have a partner that you live with and you guys kind of commingle your finances, however it works for you, you can also bring your partner into this if you want to. Like this is something that I would sit down and do with my husband. Um, I would also add in his income. I would also add in his monthly expenses, you know, the things that he has to cover, like his car insurance, um, his cell phone, you know, just kind of that random stuff. I would put that all in together. So if you're married, I would highly advise that you do this together if you haven't already. And if you've got kiddos, obviously these are, these numbers are going to be way different for you than they are for me. Like I just have dog food that I have to pay for every month. Like that's my quote unquote kid expenses. But then after you've done all that, um, step three, I want you to decide what you actually want to pay yourself because I would bet a lot of you, especially if you're newer to owning a business, you're probably not actually paying yourself. And you really, really want to start doing that because it kind of shows the IRS that, oh, like this is a more legitimate business. Like if you can get to a somewhat consistent number every month, and that's why I said you have to go through every all these other steps first. But if you can get to a somewhat consistent number of every month of that's you know what what you need to cover your bills, you pay yourself that from your business account every single month. And yes, you better have a business banking account and a personal banking account. And paying yourself can be as simple as transferring money from your business account, putting it into your personal account. But then know that obviously that does not cover taxes, right? You would have to basically pay yourself and then take 20 to 30% of that number and immediately put it into a separate account to pay your taxes from, right? This is why I actually really like to use a payroll provider. And then I also pay estimated quarterly taxes as well, because my income fluctuates so greatly month to month. I pay it based on a number um, just to cover my butt basically and make sure I don't end up with a huge tax bill at the end of the year. But then I also pay myself a number every single month with my payroll provider. And that number already has taxes taken out of it because that's what a payroll provider can do for you. They can go through and take out everything that a, a quote unquote normal employee at a nine to five job would have taken out of their, their check, right? With the exception of like retirement funds, health insurance, things like that. State, local, federal taxes that can be taken out of your pay, out of your check that you pay yourself. And this does make it easier at tax time too, if you have someone that can do payroll for you, because then it's like, oh, I've already paid taxes on that. But then what you can also do is a member draw, which is that process of, like I said, um, taking it from the business account and transferring it over into your personal account. Now, that is the money that I pay my estimated quarterly taxes on because, again, that money is obviously not taxed. So this is going to be very different for all of you. I would highly, highly, highly recommend you find a CPA that is familiar with small businesses. And if you are in a very specific industry like the beauty industry, I would try and find a CPA that has experience with the beauty industry because we do have a lot of write-offs that other industries don't have. Because we are appearance-based, a lot of things can be write-offs and be appearance-based, right? So I say all that to say, I know this is a very long step process, but you will want a CPA at minimum to kind of help you go through this. And they're also going to be able to give you recommendations on 
hey, this is really what you should try and pay yourself every single month. But if you can pay yourself very consistently on a weekly, biweekly, or monthly basis, that's going to make the business A, more sustainable for you because honestly, you need to be paying yourself first before you do anything else. Because if you're if you're coming last, then you're going to be even more stressed because your own bills aren't going to be paid, right? Like if you are struggling to pay your rent, pay your car payment, whatever your home personal bills are, if you're struggling to pay those things, I want you to start paying yourself first from your business, okay? It's going to take some stress off knowing that you have some security within your personal life, like that stuff is taken care of then all you have to worry about is the business, not the business and the personal. Okay. I made that mistake for many years until I read the book Profit First. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend you read it because it is transformational in how entrepreneurs should look at their business financials. Okay. So after you've done all of that, step four, this is the last step, I promise. I want you to create a budget. Now, if you don't have a budget, this is going to be totally from scratch. If you do have a budget, you're going to need to edit it based on everything else that you just went through and found within your financials, right? So if you don't have a budget and you've never created one before, it's super, super easy. I prefer to do like an Excel spreadsheet or a Google spreadsheet. You're going to create two tabs, one for personal, one for business. Or if you're a pen and paper girl, go for pen and paper. If you want to keep a note on your phone, if you want to do QuickBooks, there, there are a lot of options, but you, again, you just want this visible, okay? You want something that you can refer to. I would check your financials every single month, okay? I would go through and do end of month, basically bookkeeping, kind of cleaning house, looking at everything to make sure that it's not like, oh my gosh, I had a thousand dollars of extra spending this month that I normally don't have. Like, what did that go to? You need to know those things, right? So create yourself a budget, again, business personal, and this is going to be easier now because you already did the business and the personal auditing, right? So you already have an idea of what those categories are. All you're going to do is take those categories and put them into your budget, okay? Personal is going to be, like we said, like your rent or your home insurance, your um, your house payment, uh, car payments, student loans, credit cards, um, kid stuff, animal stuff, husband stuff. <laughs> you get the general idea. Personal and personal, business and business. And you want to, those things, there are obviously going to be some things that fluctuate, right? But you want to set yourself, you know, kind of an ideal number. So if you're someone, like we said, that likes to do a lot of Starbucks, make sure you work that into your budget. If you are someone that does a lot of Amazon purchases, set yourself an Amazon budget every month. Say, I'm going to give myself $100 every month to spend on Amazon. Or if you really love going out to eat, set yourself a monthly budget for going out to eat. Say, I'm only going to spend $200 on going out to eat every month. And I want you to stick to this. So every single month, or if it's easier for you, if you are really more numbers driven, you can go on a weekly, bi-weekly scale too. If you want to really keep check of those numbers, check in with that budget as much as you want to and continually add in. You'll want to add in more tabs for every single month, right? So you'll have like a business January and a personal January, right? So it'll go throughout the entire year. 
keep track of all of those numbers, log your spending. This is why I like QuickBooks because it connects to your business account. Yes, it's another monthly expense, or you can hire a bookkeeper if you want to do that. But if you don't want to spend the money, you got to get in the habit of doing these things yourself. Okay. You want a very, very clear picture of your finances because you can't be going like, oh, like this month was great. I have so much money. And then you go and spend it and then you kind of screw yourself the next month. Or if you have a really bad month and you're like, wow, like I couldn't even pay my bills this month. Like you need to know these things. You need to know where the money is going within your business. You need to know where the money is going within your personal life. Like one of my um, coaching clients, she said, Meg, I, I've got an issue with drinking right now. She said, even though I'm a social drinker, it's not a drinking problem, but I spent $400 on just alcohol last month. And I said, okay, well, it's great that you know that. Like now you have put basically a name to that budgeting issue. You know that you can't keep spending that much every month because it's hurting your finances. So I was so proud of her for actually like sitting down and going through that. And she also... um when she was with her partner, um, her partner's son had somehow gotten a hold of her Amazon account and things were being charged to her Amazon account. And she wouldn't have known about that unless I said, sit down and go through your numbers, sit down, go through your money, figure out where it's going. So you're going to, this is going to give you a lot of clarity. And it might also be like an, oh shit moment too, of like, I am spending a lot of money and I got to rein it in or wow, my business is like barely breaking even. Um, I got to change some stuff. And I'm telling you guys, like, like I said, even if you have a good book of clients and you're like, I don't need to do this. Like I've got clients, I've got money coming in, everything's going well. It is not going to hurt you by any means, especially if you want to keep growing your business or if you have personal goals, like if you want to buy a house or you want to go on a vacation or whatever it is, you want to save for your kid's college you, it, that's just another reason to have an even clearer view of your money because you cannot make more money without knowing what is happening with your current money. Okay. So I know that this episode was a lot. I know that there are a lot of action items and this is going to take you some time to go through this. Okay. I would highly advise you doing this like end of December early January, kind of whenever you've got a little bit of slow time, usually that week between like Christmas and New Year's is a lot slower. Nobody really knows what day it is. So it's kind of a good time to start looking in that stuff. And then January is going to be like a fresh start for you, right? And you can create a budget that then you can really put into place in January. And every single month, you're going to go through and you're going to track your budget, okay? That is how you're going to see really big financial changes in both your business life and your personal life. Now, like I said, if you really want help with this, I have a free guide. I can email you. Just shoot me a DM on Instagram um, and tell me that you want the free money guide. And I will send that over to you. It's primarily for beauty industry, but really any service providers could, um, could understand the formula and make use of the guide. Okay. If you love this episode, please share it on your socials. If you know someone that needs this, please share it with them. That's how we get the um, the content out even quicker and the message spread even further, right? And if you love the podcast, please, please, oh my gosh, please subscribe. And if you want to leave a review, that is amazing. Um, highly rated podcasts are pushed up even further in the results, okay? 
Love you guys. I will talk to you next week. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening today. Before you go, would you love a free business strategy call? This is an amazing step towards creating your own business. Or if you're already a business owner, a beautiful time to chat with me and see where your business could maybe use a little bit of help. If that sounds like a hell yes, all you have to do is leave an honest review about the show wherever you listen to the podcast. Take a screenshot and send it to me, Megan at MeganTurleyCoaching.com and I'll get in touch with you to schedule your free business strategy call. I am so excited to chat with you and help you start and grow your business. Bye for now, angels. Mwah.